Hello guys, welcome back to the Broly Talks Hockey Podcast, and in today's special episode, I am joined by WHL player Connor Geeky, and this was before he was a WHL player. We recorded this back in January, so that's just a little prefix there. Uh, this was before he played a single WHL game. We talked about a little bit about his perspective coming in, what it's like to grow up around hockey. His brother Morgan Geeky is currently playing for the Carolina Hurricanes. Well, not currently, but not right now, but he was playing for them this season. And I hope you guys enjoy, so let's get right into it. Hello, guys. Welcome back to the Broly Talks Hockey Podcast. In today's special episode, I'm joined by Connor Geeky. And for those who don't know, Connor Geeky is a 2004-born. He's eligible for the 2022 NHL Entry Draft. And he was recently drafted in 2019, second overall by the Kootenai Ice. Then Kootenai Ice, now Winnipeg Ice. So how are you doing today, Connor? I'm doing pretty good. How about you? I'm doing all right. So starting off right now, being born in 2004, COVID, you're, you were 16 around-ish when COVID hit. So how much has COVID affected you personally in your development? And do you feel it has set you back from other opportunities you may have had? Yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, it, it, it sucks a lot for a lot of people. But I think uh, my age group's kind of the lucky one. I mean, it's not that uh, not a huge big year for us, like draft year, like uh, say I was in 03 or whatever. But I think it's really helped my development a lot. Uh, we actually have a home gym, so I got to work out more, train more, and just uh, get prepared for the season that we're now in in the bubble in Regina. And got a couple of hockey cliche questions here. So, do you have what? Do you have any superstitions before games? I know a lot of goalies have more superstitions, but as a player, do you have any superstitions? Uh, yeah, actually, uh, on my Zoom call, we were just talking about it. Uh, I wear my shin pads on the wrong legs. Uh, a lot of people think it's uh, super weird, but uh, I didn't realize I did it until just just last year when my buddy came up to me and said, uh, your uh, left shin pad is on your right leg. So, And obviously just basic ones like taping my stick in under 15 seconds before a game, just trying to keep myself dialed in. And uh, before the game, just looking at the ice, visualizing myself where, I, where I'm supposed to be and stuff like that. So pretty basic stuff. So you didn't realize for 15 years of your life that you or not 15, but roughly that you weren't wearing your shin pads on the right legs. Yeah, I think it was about, I was about three when I started playing hockey and I think I've done it ever since. And then, yeah, last year, my buddy goes, just asked me what I was doing. And then I just, it's, it's been natural to me for so long. I tried to switch one game and that game wasn't my best game at all. So <laughs> it was uh, definitely a time where I just said, well, we might as well keep it this way. And do you have a pregame meal? Uh, pierogies. It sounds weird. Uh, it's not the healthiest one for sure, but uh, <laughs> it's a job done for me anyways. Makes sense. Small town Manitoba. I know I'm, I'm from a small town in Manitoba too, so pierogies are very eaten, eaten very regularly, to say the least. <laughs> they are. They are. And what was it like being drafted, born in Strathclair, Manitoba, being drafted by the Winnipeg Ice? They were then the Kootenai Ice, but they then moved to Winnipeg. What was it like being drafted by the home the home WHL team? Uh, yeah, it's pretty special. Uh, I mean, just being part of the new organization and stuff like that, it's it's obviously a dream come true. And you can't describe the moments uh, that well. I mean, you're kind of just high on adrenaline. But uh, I'm super excited, and I really, uh, really was super happy when uh, they announced my name. And actually, your dad and your two two brothers that I found on Elite Prospects, they were all drafted in the WHL. What's it kind of like being just in that hockey family? Like, hockey is very important. Like, 
what growing up were you just did you were you forced into hockey did you like it at first or did you not like it and kind of fell in love with it or how did that kind of start well I think it was just kind of a natural thing right I mean you'd grow up playing and my family's not uh not strictly hockey only we play a lot Mm -hmm. of baseball a lot of other sports uh I think I play every school sport I can when I have the time but it was more just getting into it and I mean my brother's obviously paved a path but I think uh, I'm trying to create my own here and my brother created his own by choosing baseball so it's kind of just a unique thing that we got going on right now. And what is it like growing up with a brother who's well he's now in the NHL but what's it like kind of being able to see your brother playing in the NHL and does that kind of make you like yes I want to be there? Yeah for sure I mean watching his first game and him scoring or him getting three points to me that's it's insane I mean you obviously that's picture perfect debut in my eyes but yeah I've always wanted to kind of be there it's always been my dream just growing up I think that's every little kid's dream who plays hockey but the fact that uh, I'm getting closer to that is honestly uh, pretty surreal. And being born in a small town in Manitoba, you kind of have that small town feel. How, how has this affected you? Do you think it's made you a different player than when you watch other players or you're with other like players from big cities? Do you find there's a difference in the game's play style, like more physical or anything like that? Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, you would know, obviously, uh, just going to the rink and playing shinny with your buddies. It's mm-hmm. it's something you can't recreate. I mean, you go to uh, you watch uh, prep school, say, and they're way better skaters. But I think... For me, it's more just the hockey IQ side of the game and the hands and the things that you grow that you don't really think that could possibly happen when you're playing shinny with your with your buddies or whatever. But I think there's a bit of a difference in coming from small town like Strathclair. I mean, it's pretty pretty cool to put it on the map because not everyone knows where it is. So, and would you say your strengths are kind of your hands and and those kind of things? Yeah, my strengths are definitely uh, my shot and uh, my vision and my hands. Those are the top three. I'm not the greatest skater in the world, still working on that. But so, yeah, for sure, just growing up in a small town and always training that stuff, it kind of just comes naturally now. And before this, you're talking about how you're having Zoom calls with the team and the WHL is coming up, up right away for the Canadian teams, I'm pretty sure. Um, so, what have you and the team like? Have you guys get, been communicating a lot over just quarantine break and? Have you guys been communicating, staying in touch? They give you certain things to do or how's that kind of gone for you? Yeah, we have, we have about, well, before when everything was kind of shut down pretty hard, I mean, we had two Zoom calls a week just to stay in touch and learn about mental skills and all that good stuff. And then now that uh, we're in here in Regina and we're uh, focusing more on getting ready to play and we're quarantined, so you can't really do much. So we got probably three or four Zooms a day just on stuff that are really help impact our play and we're excited to get going. So I, hopefully we can practice soon. I think it's two days maybe. So itching to get back for sure. And do you find it hard to balance school and hockey or, or is it come easy to you? Uh, actually, if you ask my mom, she'd, she'd say it's uh, it's not the easiest balance for me. Uh, I'm not a guy who, who loves school. I mean, I can be smart uh, when I put my head to it, but for me, it seems uh, pretty hard to get there, but she, uh, my whole family actually in my schools, they do a really good job at keeping me in touch and keeping me uh, going in the school department. And obviously school is way more important than hockey. So that's, uh, that's gotta be number one for sure. So were you were raised that hockey or school comes first always? Yeah, uh, family then school and hockey. I mean, hockey such a small world, right? Uh, if you're not a good person, I mean, 
that uh, goes a long way. And growing up, Strathclair's around Winnipeg, correct? Uh, it's about three hours, so. Okay, yeah, so it's, it's not close. <laughs> yeah. Was Did you have a favorite NHL team growing up? Did you watch a lot of NHL hockey? Uh, yeah, we always uh, watched hockey. I mean, if you ask my brothers, they'd say uh, I jumped around from team to team. Whichever team was good, I was more of a favorite player type guy. So that's uh, – I never really had a favorite team growing up, but obviously I loved every team. I just loved watching the game. And over this – from elite prospects, it says that you've been playing with the oil caps and how has that helped? Do you think being able to stay on the ice has helped you not only in your development, but just keeping in touch with the game and not falling too far from it? Yeah, for sure. I mean, Verdon was the time of my life. I loved every bit of it and just getting that, uh, that quick jump. I mean, obviously going from mid to triple A to the dub is a huge jump, but going to the MJ, I got pretty lucky with Verdon and how well they treated me there. And Obviously, playing uh, those nine games, I think I played, it was pretty awesome. And just that definitely helped uh, the jump feel easier and got faster and stronger throughout the way. Was it easier for you to jump between there? Like, did you did you find that you were like often getting caught lost in plays or did you did you transition nicely? Uh, I mean, I thought I transitioned pretty well in my own eyes. Uh, obviously, I didn't put up the points that I'd like to. Uh, that's uh, that just comes along with a lot of a lot of other stuff right but I mean points aren't everything I thought I I played a decent game anyways and hopefully I can transition that to the bubble here in Regina and speaking of the bubble in Regina what are your kind of goals for the whole bubble are you are you already looking towards the next year's draft like are you not focused on that right now uh for me I'm just focused on uh just getting uh, more mature I guess you could say that uh just getting used to the dub right making easier uh make it next year a little easier for me. Uh, but obviously I want to, I want to do pretty well. I, I got uh, pretty high expectations for myself. So hopefully I can carry those through. And you said you played a lot of uh, high school sports or you tried to as much as you can. So did you find that trying to treat every, like trying to be a true athlete and play every sport you can, do you feel like that helped you in building different skills in hockey? Yeah, for sure. I mean, just, uh stamina even that's probably the one that comes to me the most just being able to play in different uh scenarios of games whether it's badminton whether it's volleyball or even curling right you gotta gotta always be ready for that and uh and just hand-eye coordination stuff like that like basketball baseball it's just little things that you don't think might uh enhance your game but they definitely uh, make a difference and how, how have you been training since the start of the pandemic? And when, when it first shut down, it would have been a year ago, roughly now, how, what kind of steps do you take after it first shut down? You're playing midget triple A, if I'm correct. Yeah. We just got knocked out actually, <laughs> but uh, no training wise, it was more just, you know, the usual, just trying to get stronger and bigger and trying to put on more pounds just cause I wasn't the, the thickest guy out there is pretty skinny. Uh, but other than that, just trying to get better, uh, more explosive, trying to get my skating down pat. So when I uh, make the jump to any league, whether it's the NJ or this, I can uh, hold my own. And in 2018-19 with the Yellowhead Chiefs, you put up 49 goals in 31 games. So do you consider yourself a goal scorer or how would you classify yourself? as a player? I know it's very hard to classify yourself, but would you consider yourself more of a goal scorer or a playmaker? Uh, <laughs> that's it's um. Probably a bit of both. I mean, 
I like to, uh, if I have a two on one, obviously in my head, I'm shooting, but, uh, I think one thing that, uh, people notice when I play is I, uh, I kind of see seams that some people might not. So I think there that would classify me as a playmaker, but it just, it's give or take. I mean, if I'm not hitting the net well, then obviously I'm going to pass, but it's just mm-hmm. kind of all in the game. So you, so you like to use hockey IQ, like you read the play and you, you, you know, when the play, what, what's going to happen before you actually do it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, even like playing video games, that helps a lot. I know parents don't like that too much, but when you watch it, you can see everything develop and it ha- it helps. I mean, I used to not use it hardcore, but I used to definitely watch uh, video games just to see how it's going. And I think growing up in a small town and with my family is, is there for me as much as they was, uh, they, uh, they helped me throughout the whole way and just understanding the game makes it so much easier. And what's your favorite part about, I mean, now you're in the bubble, you're quarantining, but what, what are you looking forward to most for this WHL season? Uh, I think just playing. I mean, getting with uh, a great group of guys we have here. Uh, we're a pretty solid team. Obviously, it sucks that we don't have uh, playoffs or anything or finals or trying to maybe make it to the Memorial Cup or whatever. But I think if uh, we can go and prove ourselves as a young team and get as many wins as we can, then that'd be, uh, that'd be my goal for sure. And at the time of the 2019 draft, the Kootenai Ice had the first two picks. And you, after you were drafted just after Massivois, were you hoping, like, does it matter to you if you got drafted first or second? Or were you just like, I want to play in the WHL? Yeah, I mean, obviously, first overall would have been pretty cool. But going in, you obviously, I had an idea on what was happening. Uh, I knew Matt or uh, Sad's a pretty good player. Uh, he's, he's, he's very skilled. So obviously, he, uh, he took the cake for number one, but I mean, going number two to me is still pretty special. Uh, just number one or number two doesn't really bother me. I mean, I was pretty lucky to get drafted because I know uh, some kids uh, really worked hard for that spot and I, uh, I worked hard for sure. So number two or number one doesn't really uh, enter my head too often. And are you thinking, are you looking towards the 22 draft? Are you like, okay, I think I'm, I can go first round or do you like, are you just hoping that you can eventually make the NHL? Yeah, I mean, I'm just kind of, I kind of take slow steps. I mean, I'm not not looking at it too hard. I mean, all my buddies are kind of keeping me updated on my rankings per se, but <laughs> to me that uh, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. I kind of tone all that out. I kind of just play my own game. I mean, no sense in getting ahead to the future when you can't even predict what's happening, right? So I just, I play my own game, don't let it bother me and just have a lot of fun playing hockey, so. And have you talked with coaching staff about what your role is going to be on this team or have you not like thought that like, are you going to be like the third liner as a, you're going to be a rookie this season, right? Yeah. So this will be coming into your first couple of games. Are you, are they like, yes, we're going to slot you in the top six or are we going to slot you in the bottom six? You're going to play everything or do you know where you're kind of going to fit in this lineup yet? Yeah. I mean, it's uh, I got to earn everything, right. Uh, mm-hmm. Whether I start in the fourth line or I start in the second, right. It's, it's all about earning your spot. And I mean, if I uh, get a chance to play, uh, higher up in the lineup. I mean, I'm pretty lucky because I know a lot of guys uh, been here for a couple of years and they've earned it. So it's all about uh, fighting for a roster spot in my eyes. I don't think I'm going in there thinking I'm going to mm-hmm. be a top six forward. I'm just going to fight for uh, for my spot and uh, work as hard as I can in every practice. So would you say work ethic is really important to you? Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, when people watch me and my brother, they definitely uh, think we're not competing too hard, but I think that's just kind of the way of our game we don't like to 
overthink or we kind of like to think ahead, if that makes sense. Uh, work ethic to me is, it's everything. It's everything in the world, right? Like school, you got to work hard. You got to work hard for just about everything in life. And it just translates even more to hockey, just fighting for your spot. And especially as a 16-year-old, I got to kind of prove myself a bit too. And growing up, you had three brothers that played hockey or two brothers and three of you? Yeah, uh, my two older brothers and uh, me. Are you on mute right now? Sorry, again, really. Perfect. Yeah, I think it's good now. Uh, did you ever get forced to play goalie being that the younger brother of the of the three? Uh, actually, no, I didn't. I think I played uh, I played goalie one game, and I think we lost 25-19 or something. And <laughs> I always thought uh, being goalie was going to be super fun, but it's a hard job to do, and you get super tired, and even when we played a little bit of road hockey and stuff like that, I was always the, always the player. And my middle brother always uh, had a challenge for me to see if I could score on him and just stuff like that. So I'm never really uh, pressured into being the goalie, but I've always, I've always uh, wondered if I was ever good at it. And have, what have you learned most from your brother, whether it's your brothers or your fathers about stepping into the WHL? Cause you're, this is going to be your first season. You're going to get your first licks in at the pro hockey. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's just kind of even watching them grow up. Uh, I, they're my best resource. Uh, my whole family is uh, from my grandparents to my aunties to pretty much anything, right? It's They're all my resources. But watching Morgan uh, gives me a good taste on what it's like and talking to him and what my mindset's got to be throughout the whole thing. I mean, I'm in a bit of a different spot than him, but uh, not really. It's kind of just whether or not I work hard enough and whether I believe in what I can do. And both of your brothers got drafted into WHL one there. I think they were both in the fifth round. So do you ever kind of try and rub it in the, your face that you, you weren't a late draft pick or has that ever come up in just some like brotherhood banter? Yeah, for sure. It's, it's a came <laughs> up. I mean, uh, the one brother that's in the NHL went uh, fifth overall and or not fifth overall, sorry, the fifth round. And, uh, my other brother went second over or second round and he quit hockey. Right. So it's mm -hmm. obviously, uh, it's definitely, uh, definitely, uh, an uproar for me, I guess you could say, I definitely got a bit of a bit of a high side to them, but no, they're, uh, they're pretty good about it. We, uh, we always have a good banter about it. And, uh, my brother always brings up his NHL game played or stuff <laughs> like that. He's always got leverage over me somehow. And would you say that your dad, he played, for the Wheat Kings and the Chiefs, when growing up, was he kind of, he coached you all the way till midget AAA or was he just there just as a, not really coaching? No, he's, he's taught me everything I know about the game. Uh, he's coached me since day one. Uh, and I even remember a couple of his games in senior and just how good he was. And it's always kind of came across to me as where I would be without him. Uh, him and my mom are, they're uh, they're pretty special to me uh they've taught me everything i know about the game and he's definitely a huge impact on where i am today and in your time in the mjhl did anyone ever come up to you and tell you something about like co whether it's coaching staff or like they want you to stay or are they just happy that you're going to the next level yeah definitely i mean uh verdon was a pretty special place in my heart now and I'd, I'd do anything to stay there, but I think for me, it's just more enhancing my hockey career and 
moving up in uh, the hockey world. So definitely, uh, definitely wish I could keep playing for them. They're such a great team and a great organization, but I think uh, Winnipeg's where I need to be right now and playing in the WHL. I mean, it's the best hockey I can get. So. And you said you play video games a lot, correct? <laughs> yeah, I play, I play quite a bit. Do you play NHL video games or do you play like more of like the, just the first person shooters? Uh, definitely call of duty and Fortnite. I mean, I, I, I play NHL with my buddy. Uh, we uh, used to play online quite a bit and I'd go over to his house and play uh split screen or whatever, but uh, no, for sure. It's more first person games. Now call of duty. It's gets pretty intense up here in the dorms. And do you use anything like, I know like there's butt ends or there's stick tape or do you use anything like that that you think gives you an edge or do you think you just try and use whatever equipment you get? Yeah, I mean, uh, I actually use flare skate blades. I wouldn't say that gives me an edge, but I just feel really comfortable in them. They're uh, they're super good to me. Uh, makes me a better skater, even though I'm not that good of one. But uh, nothing like the butt ends type stuff. I, I mean, I use a pretty unique knob, I guess, but I wouldn't say uh, – I use any uh, perks, I guess. And looking back, if you were to go back to what you when you're 13, what would you tell your 13 year old self? For me, it's just, oh, that's a tough question. Yeah, I've asked that a lot. And a lot of people, it's very tough. Just be yourself. I think that's the only thing I could say. Just don't let anyone get in your head because obviously people are going to want to watch you fail more than they want to watch you succeed. Right. So just be myself and be me and keep playing the way I'm playing. And growing up, you said you, you were a fan of whoever was the best. Did you model, what kind of player do you model yourself after? Do you compare, ever compare yourself to an NHL player or do you ever get compared to an NHL player? And if, and if so, who would that player be? Yeah, I think it's a combination of three. Uh, I think uh, obviously uh, Austin Matthews I've been compared to a bit. Not not uh, the exact same, not as good as him by any means, but just little points in his game. Uh, Nolan Patrick has been another one, uh, just the way he protects the puck and the way he plays. And I think uh, me and my family came up the one year with uh, Mark Stone, just how bad he wants to win. I'm a pretty competitive guy. I, even if we're playing a deck of cards or playing video games, I don't like to lose all that much. So I think for that, uh, those are my three. And what's your favorite hockey moment been so far in your whole career? Uh, obviously getting drafted is pretty special. Uh, I think that's every kid's uh, dream. But for me, it's – I remember I think I was 11 and we're playing – summer hockey in Winnipeg and we're placing we're playing the extreme obviously you know know who that is I assume Manitoba extreme yeah. yeah and we were the boys of the north and uh we weren't really supposed to win that game but I remember one of my buddies uh he caught uh, their best player on a breakaway to, s- to stop the game and we won and I think that's that was probably one of my favorite moments anyways it's just always stuck with me and I I remember the play from the back of my heart so like that—that's summer hockey, correct? Manitoba Extreme. Yeah. yeah, and I played for the Boys of the North. 
the boys in the north. I know I I played a little bit of I'm 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 a goalie. I'm not very good, but I played for the <laughs> Manitoba Cyclones one one off season just to yeah. get some extra ice time in. And that's like you were in the North America t- tournament, I assume. Like the yeah yeah. So, I never heard of the boys of the north. That's actually interesting. Yeah, they uh, there was uh, it's more uh, for I wouldn't say more for rural kids, but. There was a couple, quite a lot of rural, rural kids. I mean, it was split split up the middle pretty evenly with city kids and rural kids. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, we had a really good team for, I think I played there for eight years and loved every minute of it. So that was definitely my best memory with, uh, with him uh, catching that guy and us winning the tournament. And you said you started playing hockey at three years old. When did you first start playing com- somewhat competitive hockey, like whether it's AAA or even just house league? Uh, I think I was probably about four and I played obviously pre now or not pre novice or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, squirts, I think squirts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then I think one game I got called up to play in Adam when I was about five. And I think that's when I really started to fall in love with the game. I mean, playing against guy or guys three years older than me. And obviously I was, I was a little guy out there, but had a lot of fun doing it. And it's just, uh, it's house league hockey, right? It's yeah. It's fun no matter what you're playing. And have you talked to any NHL teams yet? Or I know they're not really allowed to like pre-scout you. Like there was that scandal with Arizona, but have you ever had any contact with any NHL team, even if it's just like the Jets or some local Canadian team? Uh, no, not really. Just obviously it's, I don't know. It's, it's kind of tough to explain. I mean, they can't, can't really yeah. talk to you or whatever. Right. So other than that, no, I mean, I kind of keep it pretty simple. I mean, I wouldn't say I've talked to many. I wouldn't say maybe I haven't even got a look, right. You never know. So mm-hmm. just basic stuff like that. And what hockey brand do you, are you like more of a Bauer or a CCM guy? Uh, I use true, uh, okay. true, true skates uh i've never really had any new new gear i've always had handy down since i've had two older brothers right so mm-hmm. never had new gear but definitely uh true sticks and true skates and it being a manitoba brand i'm assuming helps or makes you want to wear it more or, or do you just like the quality of it i just i love the brand and i love the love the company i mean they they treat me uh like kings in there they're super well uh they mean well and they they get me everything I ask for without complaining. And sometimes I can be pretty high maintenance on that kind of stuff. <laughs> so for sure. Yeah. It's especially being a Manitoba company and brand new kind of thing. It's, it's pretty cool to be a part of them. And last question before I let you go, is there anything in your career that you would go back if you could and what would you, and change? And if so, what would you change? I know it's kind of impossible to change, but, uh, getting uh, selected to go to Switzerland with the youth Olympic team, uh, not getting sick. That that's one thing that I wish I could change. Uh, came down with mono actually. And Oh shit. That sucks. Yeah. It, uh, it kind of sucks, but uh, you can't do anything about it. I think that was uh, my biggest learning curve. Just understanding that, you know, things aren't always going to be uh, sunshine and rainbows. So that that's one thing I change. I would have loved to go, but, I mean, the team did well. I think we got third there anyways, and they were super good about uh, me being ill or whatever. So would have been an experience of a lifetime, but I think I learned more from it than I did if uh, 
I didn't go. That's awesome. I mean, it sucks that you got sick, but it, it, I, you had the at least the uh, what's the word? Uh, the you knew that you were going to go if you would have not got sick. Like you just have the peace of mind. That's the word, peace of mind, that you were considered like high, heavily considered for the chance to go play in Switzerland. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for coming on. I know you're really busy getting into the WHL. Best of luck this season, WHL, and thanks for taking the time to talk with me. Perfect. Thanks, Broly. Hope you guys enjoy this episode of the Broly Talks Hockey Podcast. This was a short episode. Sorry about that. Uh, we'll try not make as many short ones in the future, but this one was a little bit short. Uh, stay tuned for next week's episode. We've got a couple big interviews coming up, so stay tuned for those.